This podcast is a member of the Place to Be Nation family. Visit us at placetobenation.com, the only place to be in your pop culture world. Junkies and flunkies, welcome to the NWA Saturday Special. I'm your co-host, Dr. G. Wow, last week we uh, we kind of ripped into the uh, NWA and WPC himself uh, for some of the booking that we uh, don't really care for and Actually, my partner, I should bring him in right now. He was actually more fired up than I was. Um, and that's uh, the podfather himself, Scott Criscolo. And Scott, I'll tell you, we last week we totally went a little off the script of what, like we normally do in talking about power. And we uh, we kind of were pissed off a little bit. You, you probably more than me. But... Oh, definitely much, definitely me much more. Uh, good. Uh... Good day or night or good. Maybe I'm just going to say good from now on. Good, doctor. Morning, afternoon, evening, latte, lemonade, Starbucks, which you could now have with your drink package on Royal Caribbean. <laughs> uh, hello, everyone. Welcome to the special episode. I think, what are we? Now I have to remember the numbers. I think it's 122 uh, on this SummerSlam weekend. Uh, hope everyone is enjoying things. There's a little contingent of the nation down in uh, Nashville. Hope they're having a nice time. Uh, of course, if you're listening yeah, to this Saturday morning, same again. What's that? Nashville will never be the same again. Nah, probably not. Well, James Groomberg's down there, so it definitely will never be the same again. <laughs> um, so, uh, uh, yeah, if you're listening to this on Saturday morning, uh, tonight is SummerSlam down at Nissan Stadium, home of the Titans. Uh, you know, first first pay per view in the H regime. I'm sure they're not going to change much. I'm sure they'll just leave it as is. I'm not going to fuck yeah. it. Well, who knows? <laughs> but uh, we'll talk more about that. I love you. Well, I'm allowed to be excited, right? I know, you know, I've lived my whole, I've lived my whole wrestling life with people not allowing me to be happy. So, you know, I get excited oh, about something. And you know I get, what? It's just chill. We're not going to get, we're not going to get fired up. Let's talk about what we're here well, for. Well, I'm not going to, you don't, you're not going to get fired up because you've lost your fire. It happened last week. You should have been more angry, and instead you were Henry fucking Kissinger last week. You should have been fucking pissed. You got two fat fucks in the main event of NWA 74, and you were like, yeah, well, you know. You were like Jerry Jarrett. You know. Oh, I didn't say, well, you know. I said, well, you know. I said that I I didn't understand what he was doing, and I thought thought if if you were going to take all this out, it should have been Pope. But as we could see tonight, we'll talk about that whole thing which i obviously we both think is an angle we kind of even said that last week yes so i think it is an uh, angle we're going to talk about that this week yes. but, we're going to get back to our regular uh uh groove doctor we will recap uh last saturday's at wa usa and this past tuesday's power in which something happened that i totally predicted last week 
But I'm not going to be too mad because at least Billy did it pretty much the right way, although I still think it's pretty stupid. But anyway, um, first off, great week this week on the PTB Wrestling Network. We had a new episode of With This Ring uh, with Ryan and Cindy as they continue their GWE, uh, you know, nomination shows. Uh, let's see. We had a new episode of Highway to the Impact Zone. New episode of NWA Crock and Roll. You guys did part three of May 1986. So that was very good. And uh, coming up this week, as we begin August, the month of August, a uh, new episode of the Place Be Podcast uh, this uh, Monday. Uh, JR and I were with a special guest. We did Judgment Day 2008. So not, not a bad show, actually. Check that out. Uh, also, new episode of When I Was a Mark. Sean Kidd and a new episode of Starflation with uh, the Kettle Man, Callum McDougal. So special fresh week uh, for those that are wondering about main event uh, main events on not a hiatus, but we're pump. We're prepping. So we're going to take a few weeks off from main event because we are prepping for episode 200. Yes. So it's gonna be very exciting. So that'll be later in the month of August. So there'll be no main event this coming week. Uh, we're getting ready. We're getting pumped up for episode 200. Anyway, so now you're at- going to. New show now. Now that Trips is in charge, called "I Am a Mark." I I am a Mark exactly. I am a Mark because my WWE was was given to me now. My WWE, my my my. No one else is allowed to like it because everybody hates Triple H. So no one else is allowed to like WWE but me. Because I, I I am a true believer. believer. You know what you're, what you, what you, you, I think you live in your own universe. I have not seen anybody rip into Triple H. I don't I, think you've looked hard I, enough to be honest. I, people want. Triple H wanted Triple H. I don't know. I don't think you're looking hard enough. But I think you're lazy. But you'll be hating on him. You'll be lazy for the year when you don't like what's going on. And what <laughs> you're you're kind of a lazy troll. I don't think you really look as hard as. I think you're just looking at Aaron Judge gifts. I think that's all. You're well, you're gonna, you're gonna have <laughs> Aaron Judge could pro- probably uh, take on half the roster in WWE. How about that? No, oh, really. As long as he doesn't have to face a Max Scherzer slider at WrestleMania. Oh! Sorry. All right, whatever. All right, we'll go. Yeah. All right, oh, that's right. We, can, we can't win games, before, according to Yankee fans. Nobody can win anything before October, everybody. Nope. Nobody can, be, nobody can have fun. There's right. no fun in Yankee world no. until October. All right. <laughs> All right. Josh Lopez, everybody. Oh, another one Lopez. this year. Yep, there you go. Yep. Baseball. Just everybody, don't enjoy your, your team until July, until October 2nd. That's the Yankee way. Just oh. You're not allowed to have any fun until October 2nd. Oh, because if you want to win. Life, be miserable. Fucking hate everybody. Go on Facebook. Go on the tweets, the twats, the twits, <laughs> the touts. I'm just watching. The, I'm just trying to watch away the Mets blow it again this year. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Nobody likes you. When are you going to learn? No one likes any of you. And then you lie and say you don't care. Nobody likes you. But really, you do care that people like you. You have a bunch of Guidos on your team now. Remember, we don't hate the Mets like Derek Jeter. Well, they're just the Mets, you know. Like, no one cares about Derek Jeter. So, where's it? Where are all his whores? Is this? Is this? Uh, is this ESPN? Is this ESPN documentary about all his sluts too? Like, what's her name? Mindy Mink? No, she's a porn star. <laughs> uh, what's her name? Cindy Mink? Who's the one from Friday Night Lights? Ellie. Mickey Mink? Whatever the fuck her name is, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck's going on. All right, let's go to NWA USA. Let's All right. 
there'll be a power before we start arguing like we know. All right. Let's talk about Billy Corgan and his porn. No, I'm just kidding. It's not porn. Uh, all right. So let's talk about last Saturday, last Saturday's episode of NWA USA. And uh, my good friend, Josh Lopez, was available this week. He's been a very busy man. Help me with my notes. You can follow him on Twitter at Josh Lopez Media. Uh, we'll go very quickly. Opening match, Caprice Coleman. We like him. He's a light heavyweight or cruiser, junior heavyweight, taking on Joe Alonzo. They call, what do they call him? Little Polar Bear? I don't know. Anyway, uh, decent little uh, junior heavyweight match. Caprice won with the uh, one with a holy with his father, son, and holy trinity finisher, which I think is kind of cool. Uh, backstage, and I'm kind of digging this, uh, Doctor G, because this has been a big feud now that's starting to be worked on in on NWA USA. Luke backstage, Luke Hawks picked a fight with Ricky Morton. Still pissed that uh, that uh, homicide is blowing the Morton family and not giving any respect to. The Hawks family. Kind of liking this. I'm liking this very much. Yep, I do too. I like it. I we, we, we I I thought it was gonna be the father son kind of you know battle, but it looks like they're going to be together and I think that'll be a nice battle, Ricky and, and Kerry against the Hawks. Team Hawks, if you want to call them that. I, I like them. I like them, and, and I like the way this uh, feud's going. So this should this could be a little fun thing for, for NWA 74. I think could still go at his age. Yeah, he can. We'll see if the storyline's good enough for, you know, Billy to put on the pay-per-view or if he doesn't think this makes enough money and he has to bring in, like, Ric Flair's corpse or something after what happens tomorrow night. Who knows? Um, May Valentine interviewed uh, Odinson, who, by the way, in case you forgot, Odinson not only one half of the end, but he's also the number one contender for the world's television championship. Uh, he had no comment regarding the future of the end. Very interesting. So, which kind of sucks because now they're adding a United States tag team titles and you're going to break up like one of your more veteran teams in the, con- in the uh, promotion. That's genius. So that's a, see, that's a dumb Billy thing right there. That's a dumb Billy thing. You've got an established tag team that probably has deserved at least once over the last couple years to be the world's tag team champions. Instead, you're going to break them up as you're adding a second set of championships. Like, that's a dumb Billy thing right there. That's fucking stupid right there. But then again, maybe that's, that's just another throwaway interview and we get, you know, and the end's not going anywhere. I don't know. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what they do there. You know, we've got a lot of tag teams and now you're going to have a second set of belts, so you really can't break any teams up right now. Uh, by the way, speaking of belts, which is what Triple H will be adding back into the WWE lexicon, belts. Where can you get your replica NWA belts, Dr. G? You know how we say it. Go on the World Wide Web itself. Mm-hmm. Type in www. <gasps> yeah. That's old school, obviously. Yep, it is. Fandubelts.com. Remember, dot .com, okay? Not CA. <laughs> or org. Or Back, EDU. Backslash NWA. That's right. And you can get a ton of good belts. I got a lot of old Backland belts there, too. And Jack Dean and... Oh, sorry. You had more? I was just going to babble, so it's all right. <laughs> About... Uh, is there going to be a uh, pizza joint uh, out in left field at Yankee Stadium called Benintendi's Pies? What do you think? Ben, ben attendees calzones. 
Is, I, I'm sure I'm sure the Yankees are happy that they don't have uh, names on the back of their jersey so they don't have to be like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and have like 67 letters on the back of his jersey. Well, then you got, what's his name? Macu- uh, Macuccio, Leonardo's, Da Vinci's. What the fuck is that guy's name? That reliever again? Marinaccio. Marinaccio. It's like Marinello's. <laughs> anyway, I don't know. Who cares? All right. Uh, speaking We're not of, drinking. This is the sad part. <laughs> I know. That's sad. Uh, Jax Dane and Chris Silvio come out and say that Jax Dane will not defend, will not defend his national heavyweight title for the remainder of this season. Which means the season, of course, goes, their seasons go by the pay-per-views, like, like between pay-per-views is a season. So this season will end in a month right before uh, NWA 74. And then there'll be the new season of the fall between that and the December pay-per-view, which will likely be hard times. Three, if that's happening. So I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of bored of Jack Stain now. I am too. Yeah, I'm kind of burnt out on him too. Uh, next up, we have another junior heavyweight match. Jamie Stanley takes on Mercurio, and Mercurio wins via pinfall with his finisher, The Last Romance. And then finally, Colby Carino and Kerry Morton in the main event, and Kerry Morton wins with a victory roll. So after being red hot, Colby Carino has suddenly become forgotten, and that's probably pretty stupid. But anyway. Uh, Kerry Morton seems to be the hot junior heavyweight now, and it looks like he is going to get his uh, junior heavyweight title shot at uh, NWA 74 with uh, with Homicide. So we'll see. So that was last week's episode of NWA USA. And of course, you can, uh, if you're listening to this Saturday morning, probably in a couple of hours, this week's episode of NWA USA will drop uh, on YouTube. So check that out. All right. Let us go now to uh, this past Tuesday's episode of Power, except it is actually M Power. So instead of being a pay-per-view anniversary weekend, it's just a single episode of Power. So there we go. Uh, Speaking of Nashville, that's where we're going to go. Skyway Studios in Nashville, Tennessee. Seems to be their new home base. I don't know. Maybe maybe, uh, maybe the GPB is being used for something else, Doctor, and they can't do wrestling anymore. Maybe it's too expensive. I don't know. I don't know. Is, is, is the PTV uh, nation there? Are they going to have their own little indie show at the... Uh... Probably. It's going to be... Uh, um, it's going to be called GCW. Gurney can't finish. Anyway. Uh, all right. Let's... Let's... Let's check out this past Tuesday's episode of Power, or of course called M Power. So let's go to Nashville. Uh, your team, uh, broadcast team, the always reliable Joe Galley, Velvet Sky, and Tim Storm. The show starts with Kyle Davis interviewing Marty Bell, uh, Paula Blaze, and the Pope, and they discuss the empowerment movement in professional wrestling, which is the usual, you know, PSA for women's wrestling and et cetera. Uh, great use of the Pope there, guys. Sure. Great use. Just have him stand there like a fucking idiot instead of being the number one contender for the world's title, but whatever. Uh, our first match, speaking of women, obviously most of these matches around any of them. What's that? He could talk circles around anything. He's not bad in the ring, but he could talk circles around. That is true. That is true. Uh, of course, this is all women's matches tonight. Our opening match, one half of the women's tag team champions, Kenzie Page, one half of the uh, pretty empowered, taking on Casey Lennox. Uh, cute little match, not too bad. Good back and forth. 
uh, Page wins with the reverse STO to pick up the win. So Kenzie Page and, of course, her tag partner, the evil Ella Envy, continue on as uh, women's tag team champions. Um, we're going to assume that they will defend the titles uh, at NWA 74, most likely. Uh, Mae Valentine has an interview with the Miserably Faithful, which actually I think is a bigger faction than uh, Austin Idols now. It is Father James Mitchell. It is, of course, uh, Judas. It is Sal. It is Matt Rotella's favorite wrestler, Gags the Gimp. And it looks like now Max the Impaler is in this faction now, which doesn't surprise me. They would fit right in there anyway. So, uh, and they were talking about uh, Camille, who, of course, is our world women's champion, women's world champion. And she is defending the title later tonight. We'll talk about that in a little bit. We get a video recap. Now, this is where, Dr. G, this is it right here, where we think that you and I and, and, and a lot of us here at PTB feel that uh, this Billy Nick thing is a total work. Uh, because after uh, the commercial break where they pimp, you know, the all access, we get a video recap of Billy Corgan's appearance on the Jackie Ma Madhouse show on K103 FM. Corgan talks about his recent drama with Nick Aldis heading into NWA 74. He claims that Aldis' sense of entitlement cost him his spot in the main event, and he's trying to protect the credibility of the NWA. Um, you know, when we were talking about, you know, when they were both on Busted Open Radio and, you know, we were thinking, ah, something's going on here. But now that they've actually put it on their their flagship programming, they've kind of spilled it onto camera. Um, there's no doubt that this is a work. I don't think there's any doubt this is a work. Yeah, I agree. I'd be very shocked if it wasn't. Like, I really feel like something. That's why I'm starting to think. I mean, again, we. One thing I know you said, and I agree with you, that that the uh, the unpredictability of the booking isn't bad. Sadly, when we find out what the booking actually is, we're usually disappointed. But the unpredictability is fine. And, you know, there's still a, a puncher's chance that uh, um, that the Trevor Murdoch-Tyrus uh, World's Heavyweight Championship match uh, still may not happen. Right. So who knows? So anyway, I think just we're to, at the just to correct you from before. It's not just women's matches on the show, though. Did I don't remember the guys wrestling? Did they? The the Commonwealth. Oh, they did. We had a tag title match. You're right. You're exactly right, Doctor. Well played, sir. Um, Medusa and Allison K. Uh, announced that, and we this was this is no secret because as we talked about it, the NWA Women's Television Championship will be coming soon. Pretty much acknowledging that it's Allison K's belt. That was genius. Love Medusa, by the way. Uh, who, by the way, was just on an episode of NXT, I think. Was it NXT? Yeah. I think, yeah. Oh, she, yeah, she was on an episode of NXT. Interesting. Um, she has a Legends deal with them, so it's fine. Oh, Trips, Trips allows it now. Trips allows it. Yeah, I. Uh, that's another thing about Triple H that I think is going to be a big deal. And I'll, we'll talk We'll talk a little Triple H and WWE stuff at, at, uh, when we finish up here. Um. Of course, if you want your replica NWA belts, fandubelts.com backslash NWA. Our second match is a number one contenders match. The winner will face Camille on night one of NWA 74 weekend for the Women's World Championship. Your participants, Kylan King and Ty of Valkyrie. Yep. 
good match though. Good match. I like both of them. Uh, in the in the climax, Valkyrie kicks King in the face, then hits a falling lariat for two. King denies the road to Valhalla. King then ducks a clothesline, hits a forearm across the back of Valkyrie. Then Valkyrie denies the Excalibuster. She then dodges the big boot, scores another ankle pick, and then makes King tap out to the Loka lock. So as your boy announced last week on the show, who's getting the title shot at NWA 74 against Camille, Taya Valkyrie. Who called it? This fucking guy right here. Now, the best. I will say that at least they did a number one contenders match and Taya Valkyrie earned it rather than Billy just announcing it. Um, but you knew it. Taya Valkyrie is a, is a well-known star in the Indies. She's, you know, very well known in, uh, in, uh, uh, from impact wrestling. So she's a name that, that will sell paper, you know, sell pay-per-views. Now, having said that, uh, obviously that will not be the only title match Camille will have. Because also, of course, going on night one of uh, NWA 74 is the Burke Invitational. The winner of the Burke Invitational will face the winner of Camille versus Taya Valkyrie Sunday night at night two for the Women's World Championship. So uh, once for the second consecutive year, Camille may be wrestling twice. And you know what? It's because she's fucking great. That's why. There's nobody better to do it. That's right. Next up, uh, I was, as Dr. G mentioned, I was, I, I misspoke. There was at least one men's wrestling match on this night. The NWA World Tag Team Titles on the Line, your champions, the Commonwealth Connection of Harry Smith and Dougie Williams taking on the Dirty Sexy Boys of Dirty Dango and uh, JTG. Uh, not a bad, uh, not a bad little match because the, Commonwealth Connection are great. Um, good back and forth. I didn't think that uh, Dirty Sexy Boys were going to win the belts, but I was—I thought they would put on a good match, and they—they uh, they indeed did, sir. Uh, in the climax, uh, let me see, find a spot here. Williams with a corner clothesline, then following that with an exploder suplex on JTG. Uh, Williams tags in Harry Smith with a corner clothesline. Then Williams hits a running elbow smash. Smith power slams JTG for two. Dango dumps Williams out of the ring. Williams pulls Dango out of the ring. JTG with a ripcord knee. Then he hits the pop-up neckbreaker for two. Williams runs interference. Smith headbutts JTG and then connects with his dad's running poslum and picks up the win. So the Commonwealth Connection retain the world's tag team championships in a very, very good match. Uh, very good. Uh, the in-ring Dr. G, uh, the in-ring in the NWA has never been disputed. It's never no. been disputed. It's an ex- no, I tell you, they, they do a decent job with the matches, and uh, um, I like the Commonwealth Connection. I think they're a good team. I think now you're starting to see some of the potential that they that they saw in Harry Smith. Um, yeah, and I believe that they will have a very good opponent come NWA 74. Because, you know, we don't forget they're going to have that uh, battle royal to determine the new uh, United States tag team champion. So I wonder what tag team Harry and uh, Dougie will face that weekend. If a lot of the tag teams, 10 of them, I think, are going to be in this match. So, And finally, our main event, 
as I mentioned, speaking of Camille, the World Women's Championship, Camille defends against Chelsea Green hyphen Cardona. And of course, Matt Cardona is there. And I got to be honest, doctor, I am very impressed with Matt Cardona sticking around, staying on camera. He could have just bolted and fucked around or whatever, but he didn't. He's sticking around the NWA. Uh, I think it's still selling the whole storyline with Billy Corgan and quote the promise. So I, uh, I am very curious to see what comes out of this, but uh, obviously Chelsea green established great worker Camille's Camille. And this was a fun main event. Probably one of the best main events we've had on power in quite a while. Uh, Camille ducks a clothesline from green then hits a swinging arm ringer uh, slams green's head on the top turnbuckle pad and repeatedly stomps on green's chest, then hits an Irish whip. Uh, Camille's just dominating at this point late in the match. She hits the Oklahoma Stampede for two. Green kicks out the legs of Camille, but then Camille avoids the curb stomp. Camille hits Green with a pump kick for two. She goes for a power bomb, but Green counters with a Hurricane Rana. Camille blocks a boot from Green. Then Green rocks Camille with a forearm smash, then drops Camille with a blockbuster, then hits a curb stomp. Finally hits it, but only gets two. She denies the I'm prettier. Uh, Green with a back elbow smash. Then Camille responds with a spinning heel kick. Green dodges the spear, then hits the backstabber. Green hits a bow and arrow stomp into the bottom turnbuckle pad for two. The referee caught Cardona cheating, and while there was a distraction, Camille drills the spear and picks up the win. That was a fun last few minutes, very frenetic, and uh, Camille is still, still your world women's Camille has really improved, uh, you, know, uh, uh, you know, her whole game. She, I love that they're making her a dominant champion. Yeah, most dominant. I mean, it, it more dominant than even uh, than even like Tyrus, and he's held the TV title almost as long as Camille has held the uh, the women's title. So, I mean, Camille's held the women's title since but back his, at when our shadows fall. This is more of a chicken shit heel type of thing. She's like a dominant. Yes. No, you're right. You're exactly right. Yep. Um. Uh, so there you go. There was your, uh, episode of, uh, empower, uh, this past week. Good episode, uh, Dr. G some nice matches. Got some, uh, some, um, storyline building towards NWA 74. We do have a number one contender for Camille, at least for the first match of the, uh, of the weekend. Um, so, uh, let's take a look quickly. What were your thoughts on the, this week's episode? Well, the in-ring action was great. Um, I have to say, um, I did, did it really advance any of the storylines for the pay-per-view? Eh. Well, I'll tell you Valkyrie. Hey, Valkyrie, yeah, but I mean, um, I just feel like there's something with this. I guess the, the big thing is, is there's something with this with Nick Aldis. Um, there is. And Kelly thing. I, I can't, I can't see it not being a work shoot kind of thing. Um, no, I can't kind of, either. Kind of how like they're doing the build up for Jarrett and Flair. You Which know, will be happening uh, tomorrow night, by the way, in uh, Nashville at the fairgrounds. Couple, in fact, uh, our man Sean Sean Kid and the Schiff, two of your boys from NWA Crock and Roll, uh, Sean Kid and Scott Schifflet, will be in the fairgrounds uh, tomorrow night. And yeah, and I, I tell you, they 
they did a good job pumping up. I mean, listen, I'm sure people wanted to see a different opponent, whatever, but I thought the the way they're building it and the, the videos and, you know, doing it on the podcast, I kind of like that. It's kind of cool. Mm. And I, I think that Billy and Nick are kind of doing the same thing by going on radio shows and stuff like that to kind of really show the... But I, I think, is it going to be the heel Billy Corrigan? Yeah. Mm. Uh, Oh, I think it would be kind of cool. I like. I think he'd be. A... Now, you don't want to do the whole Vince McMahon thing again. We know that, but a little, maybe just a little different. He's a different guy. He's not as, uh, not a, doesn't have that personality that Vince has. So, but I don't know. I, yeah. I mean, I think that's part of the reason why the 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 main event was changed. And I think there's going to be something that with those two, that's going to revolve around that main event. Mm-hmm. Maybe ice it a little bit. Either, mm. some, either somebody being in a corner or somebody getting involved. I don't know. Something's going to happen. Mm-hmm. All right. This is the card at the moment. Uh, for NWA 74. This is your updated card. Four matches on. Uh, Saturday, three matches on Sunday at the moment. On Saturday, my, night one, Bully Ray and Mike Knox will wrestle in a tables match for anybody who cares. Although that might be fun. Uh, it looks like, according to this, it is official. Homicide will be defending the World Junior Heavyweight Championship against Kerry Morton. I have a feeling that uh, the Hawks will be involved in that. No doubt. As mentioned, uh, Camille will defend the World Women's Championship against Taya Valkyrie. The winner of that match on night two will take on the winner of the Burke Invitational Gauntlet. Last year, Chelsea Green won that match, and she lost the next night to Camille. We'll see if uh, who wins this year's. And the winner of the Burke Invitational Gauntlet will take on the winner of the Camille-Taya Valkyrie match for the women's title. Uh, so that's uh, night one. Night two, of course, is that, that women's match. Uh, with the Camille Taya winner against the Gauntlet winner. The 10-team Battle Royal to determine the new NWA United States Tag Team Championships. And I want to thank Sean Sean Kidd. The last U.S. Tag Team Champions were, what did he say? Hercules? No. Yeah. So Hercules and Terry Taylor? Is that what he said? No. I'm totally wrong. What did he say? Um... I'm trying to remember who the last, uh, the last it was. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I'm an idiot. Dick Slater and the Barbarian. That's who the last. Remember I I said last week oh, yeah, who, who the last U.S. Tag Team Champions were, and I couldn't remember. Um, yes. I guess that. <laughs> it was the, it was Dick Slater and the Barbarian who won it on the June 25th, 1992 episode of Main Event. And then. Uh, Bill Watts announced that the company would be consolidating all of the tag belts. So, uh, and obviously Billy reactivated it and, uh, we're going to have a battle Royale on night two of NWA 74. And then of course the main event, which may happen or may not happen. Trevor Murdoch will defend the NWA world's heavyweight championship against Tyrus. And most of us think that that's a bunch of crap, but. May happen, it may not happen. We'll have to wait and see. Still plenty of time left, Doctor. 
So there you go. There's your week in the NWA. We don't really have any news. Um, we pretty much told you all the news via the television. So I don't think there's anything else really to. Uh, yeah, a bunch of yeah, a bunch of TV. Yeah, a bunch of TV uh, stuff. Yeah, nothing crazy. So, um, all right. So of course, last week after we recorded, it was of course announced that. Vince McMahon, Vincent Kennedy McMahon, his WWE career has ended with his retirement. And his daughter, Stephanie McMahon Helmsley, (laughs) uh, will be co-CEO with Nikki Khan. Triple H, Paul McMahon, as Justin used to joke, um was named head of talent relations, which replaced John Laurinaitis, who is a piece of shit. But now it is announced that he's not only that, but he is also. He is also. Head of creative. So that is it. The H the game has begun in Stanford. Behold the king, the king of kings. Uh, what do you think about this, Doctor? What do you Because th- you don't get to talk a lot of WWE, so I like having a little chat with you on, on our show about it when uh, we can. You know, I think definitely, you know, listen, Vince was a genius. He, he's built this thing. Um, you know, I, I think people felt for years that, you know, it just was getting kind of stagnant. He's kind of quirky. Um, maybe a little breath of fresh air, bringing somebody in, you know, for the most part, you know, uh, Triple H is well-respected, um, especially with the younger guys, because he was in charge of NXT, which you got a lot of them on the roster. So it, I think it could be a good thing. I, I do think that people are expecting, they're going to expect a lot in a, in a short period of time. You can't go in there and just tear everything down and redo it. Um, they, the WWE has built a certain brand. They built a brand as an entertainment company and the, the stockholders aren't going to want that to change. It's not going to become a wrestling company. It'll never be a wrestling company ever again. It's a, it's, it's an entertainment company mm-hmm. well, has wrestling in it, but it's, that's just the way Vince built it. And that's what, what the stockholders expect. Um, so I, I do think, um, you'll see some little things come back. You know, mm-hmm. some things that won't be as quirky, maybe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I don't think, I mean, I, I the, thing, the thing that needs to improve is the writing of the shows. Now, mm-hmm. will Triple H have a little, you know, he, 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 people say he has a good mind for that kind of stuff. Will he, you know, have the writers and whatever they use, you know, if they're going to still use writers or whatever, be involved in that process? Um, you know, like Vince would be was known to change the show, you know, that day, like a few hours before, you know, like, is it going to be OK? This is the show we wrote. Now everybody go with it. Are, is he going to loosen up with the interviews and let these guys be a little bit more like themselves? Those are the little things. Those are little things that don't want to affect the overall company in a negative way. It can only be a positive thing. Mm-hmm. But if you think you're going to go back to, you know, like old school territory days and the way the, the the presentation of the product is that's not going to happen no and i don't think anybody expects that to happen i don't i don't really think so 
I just think people would like to see more wrestling. That's all people are asking for. More brawls, more, more, more emphasis on the end. Wrestling can be entertainment without taking away the wrestling. That's the key. And a lot of people think that NXT is going to go back to being the old school black and gold NXT, which it might. We'll see. Um, I think Triple H likes Braun Breaker. You know, baby Rick, baby, baby Dogface gremlin, baby gremlin as NXT champion. So we'll see. Um, I've actually enjoyed Mandy Rose as the NXT women's champion. She may not have the chops as a Bailey or a Sasha or a Charlotte or a Becky or whatever, but she, uh, or, you know, a Bianca, but, but she's, she's been a pretty damn good heel. Um, NXT women's champion with, what is it? Uh, toxic attraction, you know, all the hot chicks. Um, Listen, I do think that we're going to see tighter shows, tighter pay-per-views. I don't think you're going to see a lot of bloated shows anymore. I bet you Triple H had his way. We wouldn't have two night manias anymore, but he's probably happy if we're going to have two night manias, at least both of them will be short. I don't think you're going to see four hour pay-per-views anymore. No. And I think, I think again, if that's the model that's bringing in the money and again, they're not going to change things too much. It's they're going to go with what they're going to go with what works, but then what, how can we make it better? You know, still go with the same concept of what you're doing for everything. But like you said, bring in Triple H's mind and maybe, you know, in regards to the storylines. Again, there's things you could do that will enhance the product that you don't have to ch- change the whole total presentation. Mm-hmm. It's how, you, how you're delivering it. And yep. it's going to be interesting to see because you still have, you know, like you said, we have you see a guy like Bruce Pritchard. That's kind of a Vince guy, although I know he and Triple H do like each other personally, but... Personal and business is two different things. Is uh, people going to want him gone, uh, Bruce gone, because he was very close to Vince? Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, Bruce Bruce was known for disagreeing with Vince McMahon at times, you know, too, and that's why Vince liked him because he respected that he would go at him and then not listen. But, <laughs> but in the end, if Vince wanted something. Bruce knew that was his boss and that's what he was going to do, but at least he would give his opinion. So will he work well with Triple H? I don't know. Uh, You know, time will tell. Um, I mean, we watched Raw the other night. I can't say I really saw a a difference in anything, but it's still early. Well, we did have, I mean, when was the last time I did one? I did see one major difference. Uh, when was the last time we had a match that went across two breaks? I seriously doubt. And again, I got to be honest, I have not watched Raw live in quite a while. I usually uh, either watch on Hulu the next day where it's kind of severely edited or I just go on U- on WWE's YouTube channel and they have like they chop it up into highlights. That's usually what I do. But I mean, they had a they had a, a tag match that went across two breaks. And that la- that main event of uh, the bloodline versus uh, the Street Profits. And um, Riddle uh, was pretty good. And it went across two breaks. So those are the little things. Like tonight, someone said, oh, first Triple H SmackDown. And we had a big brawl 20 minutes into the show instead of Roman coming out and going, acknowledge me, which we all love. But, I mean, it happens every fucking week. It's the uh, tribal chief to you. That's right. My tribal chief. The head of the table, baby. Head of the table. Um, I love Roman. 
so we'll see what happens after tonight. If you're listening to this on Saturday morning, we'll see what happens tonight at uh, Nissan Stadium in Nashville for SummerSlam. Uh, maybe we'll get the announcement of well, we already know that survive. We're the only uh, big paper of the big four. The only the only pay per view we don't know over the next year the sites yet. We do know that Survivor Series in October uh, in November is Thanksgiving weekend. It's actually the Saturday of Thanksgiving weekend, and it's up in Boston, so it's close. We don't know where the Royal Rumble 2023 is yet. We do know, of course, that. Uh, WrestleMania 39 will be out at SoFi Stadium in Inglewood, home of the Rams and Chargers, uh, two nights. And then we don't know where SummerSlam is next year. But we did. Oh, I know I want to announce. Dr. G. What's that? They did announce earlier this week. And and I think this is a total. I'm, now, I'm not saying this is a Triple H move because this negotiations have been going on for probably a while. But the announcement is official. WrestleMania 40. I think they're bringing back the numbers, too. Thank fucking God. WrestleMania 40 will be April's 6th and 7th, 2024. From the link. Lincoln Financial Field in Philadelphia. Nice. Yes. The land for the first time. For the first time since one of your favorite uh, pay-per-views, Doctor. WrestleMania 15. In on March 28th, 1999. Of course, you remember that uh, show, Doctor. It was first of the the first of the of the WrestleMania trilogy between Stone Cold Steve Austin and The Rock. One of my favorite matches, actually. Um, pretty excited about that. I and I, of course, the first thing I said was, "See, Triple H is back, and now WrestleMania is in a wrestling city, Philly, baby." None of this West Coast latte sipping crap. We're going to a wrestling city. Of course, that's bullshit. <laughs> Triple H had nothing to do with it. I'm sure they've been negotiating with Philly for a while, but but it's nice. Uh, it's nice, Doctor, to have Mania back on the East Coast. It is an anniversary year. You know, yeah. forty. So it's not at MetLife. Look to it because I think I, I think um, uh, Philly. Not only for just the WrestleMania, you're going to see a lot of indie companies, and maybe, maybe we'll see the NWA. Maybe you never know. Uh, maybe you never know. A lot of things can happen in the next uh, whatever the fuck it is, 19 months or whatever the hell it is. Um, uh, and I'm looking forward to Philly because, um, as much as I loved Dallas for the big show itself and being in my my football stadium, etc., and seeing impact and stuff. A lot of complaints, particularly from some of my indie friends, like, of course, Ben Zani and Marty Slees and uh, my main event compadre, the sheriff, Pete Schirmacher. A lot of the indie shows in Dallas were like all over the fucking place, like places that were like 40 minutes away from from the Metroplex. And you had to drive to like soccer complexes and shit. I have a feeling you're going to have the same problem uh, this coming WrestleMania week out in L.A. I think you're going to have the same problem. I think it's going to be spread out all over the place. But 2024, you and I have been to Philadelphia, sir. That is going to be an awesome city for indie shows. I think you're going to see them all amped up. I think the Hall of Fame class will be, of course, very ECW heavy. I think that year you will see um, Paul Heyman go in. I think you'll see like Tommy Dreamer go in. 
Somebody on Twitter, and I agree. I know you don't agree because you're not a big fan of this guy, but I definitely think Sabu belongs in the Hall of Fame. Um, so I think it's going to be a fun weekend for just wrestling that weekend in Philadelphia because that's going to be a great city for all those indie shows. Wherever WrestleCon is, you know that that indie shows are going to want to wrestle at the old uh, at the old Bingo Hall. Um, yeah, I am uh, legitimately. Pumped that WrestleMania will be in Philadelphia next year. Yeah, I'm kind of two years about that. Yeah, uh, we don't know where SummerSlam will be next year. I have a feeling SummerSlam will also be in a East Coast venue because after Mania being on the West Coast, uh, like this year, Mania, Mania and SummerSlam are kind of in the same spot. Not really. I mean, obviously, Nashville is quite a bit east of Dallas, but not too east. Um, so we'll find out. Probably sometime in the fall where next year's SummerSlam will be. Oh, by the way, thank God that SummerSlam wasn't in Vegas this year. Did you see all the flooding? Yeah. Holy yeah, I... shit. Wow. Thank God. Thank God this wasn't last year when Mania was in Vegas. Woo! That a suck. They don't get too many brainstorms like that. And when they do, boy, it wreaks havoc. It does wreak havoc. I agree with you 100%. Yep. So, uh. I'm excited, of course. My guy is in charge, and I think we'll see some tweaks. Um, and some stuff won't change, only because it's already kind of built in now into the uh, infrastructure. But there might be some things that do change. I'll have to wait and see. That'll do it for this week's show. Hope you enjoyed it. You can follow me on Twitter at Scott C. Podfather. You can follow the doctor on Twitter at Dr. GPTB. Please follow the brand on Twitter at PTBN Wrestling. And, of course, if you're listening to this, you know where our feed is, placetobe.podbean.com. Please check it out, all the great shows. We had, again, we had a good week this past week. We're going to have a good week this week as well. Uh, doctor, any last words? Anything, anything you want to say? Anything? No, I'm just going to say, you know what, uh, everyone, enjoy what you want to enjoy when it comes to, to wrestling. And, you know what, if Triple H going to WWF, um is making you happy and that's what you and you feel he's gonna you know make changes for the better then you know enjoy it for what it is and you know don't give it a give it a little time you can't expect things are going to change overnight it take it'll take some time to change a certain culture and in regards to the nwa i like what now that we kind of know what i like what billy and nick are doing it's it's kind of it's kind of neat. I'll just see if hopefully they could actually carry through with something and something will come to a head at NWA 74. Mm. Uh, I concur. So have a great week. Uh, enjoy SummerSlam tonight. If whether you're at Nissan stadium or you're home watching it on, on the cock or on the network, if you're overseas, we'll be back next week with a fresh episode. We'll see. Uh, we'll talk about this coming to, well, we'll talk about NWA USA that's on today. We will talk about this coming Tuesday's power and see if uh, anything advances as we continue the road to St. Louis and NWA 74. Speaking of uh, sites, Dr. G, let's hope that the iconic 75th anniversary of the NWA is not in St. Louis again next year. I don't care if it's in fucking Burlington, Vermont, just anywhere but St. Louis again. Come on, Billy. Stop being a cheap fuck. Put it somewhere else, for Christ's sakes. Baltimore. I agree with Sean Kid. Baltimore. It's drivable. Have a good week. I'm Scott. He's the doctor. You're not. Ciao. Ben attendees calzones. Left field.